chronic health issues. My brother was always having asthma flare-ups. Turns out a roach problem at home was causing it. Allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks. When I had a fever and body aches, I never thought it was West Nile virus. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can spread serious diseases. Get the facts at pestworld.org. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up, ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. It's all about Las Vegas. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekday afternoons, noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. What do you do when you're accused of something as vile as sex trafficking? And then the Department of Justice says we're not going to file charges. Uh, For Matt Gates, the congressman from Florida, he was on with... uh, Laura Ingram last night. I-, I want you to hear this as he takes a victory lap around uh, our good friends at CNN. Listen to this. When CNN criticizes me, you have to th- think, are they projecting a little bit? Like, wasn't it the CNN president of the company that had to step aside because of sexual allegations? Wasn't it their top-rated show, Cuomo, that had to get canceled because of lies and cover-ups over sexual allegations? And then it was their own legal analyst who had no problem opining as to the lies about me, then has to step aside because he was doing unspeakable things on a Zoom broadcast. So I don't really take my P's and Q's from the mainstream media. For the last two years, I've been fighting for my constituents, and the mainstream media largely has been like, a refuge for scoundrels and weirdos. Well, Congressman Gates, a lot of people at the time said when these charges were made against you that this was you were they were picking you off. You know, they targeted Trump with Russian collusion and then a whole series of conservatives would be similarly targeted, smeared, maligned until they just gave up. What's your message tonight to effective conservative communicators? Time to pay attention. What's going on? Well, we we all have to watch our back because that's where the target is. But I can tell you that I drew great inspiration from the way President Trump didn't let the process become the punishment. He forged ahead to institute policies regarding our border, regarding our economy. And I also look to the mentorship of my friend Jim Jordan, who also faced totally false allegations and was in a position where he continued to lead on critical Republican efforts. So I know folks don't always agree with my perspective on everything, but I have been working to impact the Congress in a positive way, get us out of foreign wars, focus on the border. And now I serve on the committee focused on the weaponization of this government against our people. And having been through the experiences of my life, I hope I'm able to be an effective member of that panel. Uh, Matt Gates, Florida congressman, uh, on with uh, Laura Ingram last night. And, and I just got to tell you, I always go back to the question, how do I get my reputation back? When somebody accuses you of racism or of uh, sex trafficking or, or some other vile, vile allegations, I always go back to the question of when, when they uh, toss this up against the wall to see if it'll stick and it doesn't stick, what do you do then? How do you get your reputation back? 
we'll we will be talking about that today, tomorrow, and and forever because that's important. Uh, stay where you are. Coming up, Nigel Ennis will join us, civil rights leader, conservative activist, and a uh, a national spokesperson for the Congress of Racial Equality, better known as CORE. Uh, we'll do that and uh, a whole lot more coming up as we continue on AM670 KMZQ, where news is next. to the IRS, you haven't filed your taxes in a while, or you have a lien against you or your business, there is hope. Hey, Kevin Wall here. Whether you've been audited or face any number of other tax issues, turn to my friends at New Hope Tax Defense. Don't lose any more sleep. New Hope Tax Defense has helped doctors, attorneys, and many others reduce their tax debt and get their business back on track. If you have any questions about how to report your cryptocurrency investments or your gambling wins or your employment taxes or any other tax question, call New Hope Tax Defense. New Hope is not a call center. When you call, you'll speak directly with one of their tax professionals right here in Las Vegas. They aim to resolve your issues, not put you on a payment plan that could take a lifetime to pay off. Call New Hope Tax Defense, 702-483-0220. That's 702-483-0220. Or check them out at newhopetaxdefense.com. Call right now, 702-483-0220. Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. AM 670 KMCQ, Las Vegas. Locally owned and operated by Kemp Broadcasting and Digital Outdoor. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden says the three objects recently shot down don't appear to be related to Chinese spy efforts. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The president says the balloons most likely tied to private companies or research institutions conducting weather studies. Also at townhall.com, the investigation into the Michigan State student shooting that killed three students continues. During a news conference, Michigan State Interim President Teresa Woodruff gives an update on the five wounded students. The five students at Sparrow are still in critical condition, but uh, I'm pleased that we are seeing some signs uh, of improvement in some of our students. Investigators still say they were trying to pin down a motive for 43-year-old Anthony McCray. McCray had no connection to Michigan State as a student or employee. Classes remain suspended through the weekend. A special grand jury investigating the 2020 Presidential election in Georgia. Believe some witnesses lied under oath. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. The grand jury was investigating efforts by then-President Trump and his allies to overturn his election loss in Georgia. In its conclusion, the panel found by a unanimous vote that no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia 2020 presidential election that could result in overturning the election. Grand jurors also said they believe some witnesses committed perjury and they recommended that prosecutors seek criminal charges. Greg Clugston, Washington. The Dow finishing lower 431 points today, and the NASDAQ also down 214. More at townhall.com. 
Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Kelly and Alea, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog, I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com. Hey, Kevin Wall here. A few years ago, a friend invited me for an evening of fun at Ichabod's Lounge. Now, Ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood, and yeah, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes. Boy, am I glad I did. What I didn't know at the time was that Ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family-owned for over 20 years. It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod's features incredible menu items, including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else has gotten back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the piano bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. It's 104. This is your KMZQ News Flash. I'm Jim Dallas. Major League Baseball's commissioner says the Oakland A's have made Las Vegas the focus of their most recent efforts to build a new ballpark. Speaking with reporters at the opening of spring training in Phoenix, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred said that the team is, has lingering issues in Oakland regarding their Howard Terminal project. Well, here in Las Vegas, the team is down to two preferred ballpark sites, the Tropicana Hotel Casino at Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard, and the Las Vegas Festival Grounds at Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. Team officials were in town earlier this month to meet with the resort owners from downtown Las Vegas and the North Strip, who came out in support of the A's moving to Las Vegas. After crashing during Super Bowl 57 this past Sunday, the William Hill and Caesar Sportsbook's mobile sports betting apps are back up and running. Customers got an email yesterday telling them that their accounts were available. The company said that they are offering two $50 bonus sports bets to customers, which were affected by that app shutdown. Neither William Hill nor Caesars officials commented yesterday, but on Tuesday, officials said they had pinpointed the cause of that system failure. The Game and Control Board is investigating. Q on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Yeah, the traffic cam sees some slow flows in a couple of areas right now. 515 northbound past Boulder Highway into downtown. Also, Interstate 15 southbound, mainly between Sahara and Tropicana. Those lane restrictions are going to be in place until the summer of next year.
Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. Congressional Republicans are ready to act to save our country and to make America stronger. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. No Gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Hour number two of Live and Local. Good to have you with us. And uh, also good to have Niger Ennis on, the uh, civil rights leader, conservative activist, the uh, national spokesperson for the uh, Congress of Racial Equality, better known as CORE. And uh, Niger, how you been, my friend? I'm doing terrific, Kevin. Doing terrific. A lot of news uh, flying in the air. You must be, you and Jim must be as busy as bunnies. We keep our, our, our heads on a swivel uh, when, when it gets to be like this. Um, we've got the, the, the problem in, in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, and and, and I've got to ask you, uh, this goes to a much bigger issue where people are not trusting government. Uh, they don't trust government that the water is clean, uh, that the air is, is, is clean. Um, does it bother you or, or, or does it really surprise you considering what, what people have had to endure over the course of the last few years. No, it, 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 it's a disgrace. And particularly when you consider that, you know, the two secretaries principally responsible for, you know, maybe not what occurred, but certainly the government, the federal government's response to it are the EPA chief and uh, Captain Buttigieg, you know, uh, the uh, cabinet secretary for the Department of Transportation. And these folks seem to be MIA. And for, you know, the environmentalists who are all constantly talking about global warming, here we have a true environmental uh, disaster that is affecting uh, fish and wildlife and human beings, for that matter, and these guys are silent. There's, 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 it, you know, the, the silence is deafening, and, and what it speaks to and what is loud as hell Kevin, is the hypocrisy of these sanctimonious people. Well, and you've got that on top of just a week earlier, uh, the Chinese spy balloon. Um, and, and we're still waiting to hear. I, I know uh, the, the president said something about it today, uh, saying that the other three we don't think were related to China at all. But people don't trust this government when it comes to the balloon uh, controversy, uh, what's going on in East Palestine. Uh, it's almost as if we just don't trust our government at all. Well, and, and that's going to increase, particularly when you consider the uh, dealings between the president's son, Hunter Biden, and the government of China uh, indirectly. You know, uh, there is no such thing as a private company in China. Every private company in China that does business must have the blessing and cooperation and intervention of the CCP, of the Chinese government. So when Hunter Biden has uh, cut deals uh, and his uncle have cut deals with the uh, these Chinese companies, you're talking about having a relationship with the Chinese government. And when you consider that, you consider the weak statement 
from President Biden. I'm so I've got to say I'm, I'm really disappointed because look, I didn't vote for the guy. I campaigned against the guy, but he is my president. You know, and I want to be proud of my president, regardless of what political party they might be in. But the weakness of the statement saying, well, we, we have to differentiate between uh, these balloons that, that are national security threat and those that are not. Baloney. Every one of them is a national security threat. And by the way, we just talked about the four balloons um, that hovered over uh, the continental United States airspace. There is also a balloon. Uh, that the Japanese are complaining about, that the Brazilians are complaining about, the Canadians are complaining about. So there's apparently something going on, and I do believe that the CCP is is largely behind, if not all of them, most of them. And the fact that, that Biden could somehow say, oh, well, we have to differentiate between those that are national security threats and those that are not, baloney. They're all national security threats. They're all invasions of our sovereignty, and they need to stop. We need and, to get to the bottom of it. Well, and, 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 and the word they've come up with, which I find absolutely fascinating, is benign. It's a benign threat. It's like, uh, uh, to me, uh, it's something that's hovering over our nation uh, and shows the way for other governments to hover stuff, garbage, whatever you want to call it, space, space junk, over our uh, country. That's dangerous, is it not? It's terribly dangerous. It's terribly provocative. And one might say that these are guinea pigs that the Chinese and other uh, adversaries of ours overseas are using to test the, the metal of the American people and test the metal of the American government and to see how far they can go. And, and, and unfortunately, so far, what they're getting is a real green light in terms of how far they can go. And I, I don't think there's a danger right now, but I think they're planting the seeds for wars of the future. Nigerinus joining us. What will it take to regain, for government to regain the confidence of the people, of the American people? Well, I'm going to take off my nonpartisan uh, patriotic hat and put on my patriotic Republican hat and say it's going to take a change in administration. Uh, you know, you know, Biden is, is uh, economically just done some disastrous things, not just economically, but national security. The fact that he just systematically unwound the very successful border protections and immigration policy that President Trump had put in place just because it was President Trump was was absolutely a, a, a nightmare uh, for border uh, states like New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, and California. And it's a disgrace. It's a national security threat. And by the way, it's not good for the immigrants either. The amount of human trafficking, the amount of rapes that are taking place of young women uh, who take that dangerous threat to come into the United States illegally is a disgrace and is a nightmare. Now, Kevin, you probably know this. I've said this before on on your show that, you know, I'm, I'm a, 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 neo, a believer in the Monroe Doctrine. You can call me a neo-Monroe Doctrinaire. You know, I believe that the Western Hemisphere is our backyard, and consequently, where I am non-interventionist, uh, generally speaking, I'm very pro-interventionist in uh, Latin America, the Caribbean, and South America. And, and, and there's a very simple reason, it's a very selfish reason, which is that 
things that happen in our hemisphere inevitably have an impact on the United States of America. And I believe that we should be much more interventionist and in, in trying to promote economic prosperity uh, in that region so that people don't feel compelled to risk their life and limb to come to the United States. You mentioned uh, needing a new government, that the way to get the trust of the American people back is to get a new government. Uh, somebody that wants to lead that new government is Nikki Haley. She announced yesterday officially that she is in the race for president on the Republican side. Uh, first of all, your reaction to the announcement yesterday. Well, I'd like to separate two thoughts. Thought number one is Nikki Haley. I'm a huge, huge fan of Nikki Haley. Um, going back to when she was governor in South Carolina, when she removed in a very respectful, honorable way, honorable of the Confederate soldiers that died, I think for the wrong cause, but they believed they were dying for an honorable cause. Uh, and she very respectfully retired the Confederate flag, which, by the way, had been flying over the state capitol. Contrary to popular belief, that flag uh, was put up not in the 1870s or 80s or 90s out of respect for the uh, fallen Confederates, but they were put up in the 1950s and 60s to oppose the burgeoning civil rights revolution that was taking place. And guess who put it up? A Democrat governor named Fritz Ernest Hollings who would eventually run for president of, and, and try to capture the Democratic nomination in 1984. But these Dixiecrats, these Democrats, put up the Confederate flag to oppose the Civil Rights Revolution, not to honor uh, former Confederates. And so when she retired it, it was long overdue, but she did it in a very balanced, respectful, and decent way. Um, I, I think she was an outstanding standing uh, ambassador to the United Nations under President Trump. Now, those are all the good, that's all the good news, you know, so I, I welcome, I welcome her leadership in general. I don't know that today's Republican Party is going to promote uh, Nikki Haley. Um, it's interesting, Marjorie Taylor Greene called her uh, George W. Bush in high heels. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. I so, love that. So that that's, a, that's a rough label to have. And, and, and clearly, she is not going to be able to attract that base, what has become the base of the Republican Party, which is the MAGA nation. But in a splintered field, if a Governor DeSantis jumps into this thing, um, and you've got a variety of different candidates running. You know, I hear our, our colleague in South Carolina, Tim Scott, may uh, throw his hat into the ring. The uh, governor in Virginia could very well uh, throw his hat into the ring and would be a very formidable candidate. In a splintered field, who knows what will happen? Who knows what could happen? You know, and, and there certainly is going to be a lane, Kevin, for the old establishment of the Republican Party, let's call it the Bush-Cheney uh, establishment of, of, of um, you know, decades ago before the rise of Donald Trump. There's certainly going to be a lane. I, I certainly, there's anywhere between 20 to 
I don't know, 25% of the party that is loyal to that, that, that old establishment. And just as importantly, or maybe even more importantly, a huge percentage of the donor class, you know, of, of the donors uh, to the RNC and to Republican candidates is still favorable to that old establishment. So she could very well have a lane uh, there. But if uh, Youngkin jumps into the race, I hear that even John Bolton is talking about jumping into the race, then that lane that I speak of could be very, very crowded indeed um, uh, with Nikki Haley in the race. I want to ask you about one segment of the voters that we don't talk enough about, and I think they're going to be critical in 2024, and that is independents uh, or moderate Republicans. Uh, And who is it that can draw them in? Uh, first of all, how do we deal with independents? And uh, do we need to allow them to be voting in these primaries some way, somehow? Heck no. Absolutely not. Uh, it, 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 you, you, you have open primaries. You are basically opening up a Pandora's box for mischief. You're opening up the, uh, the spigots for uh, elements like George Soros and, and George Soros types that's been millions of dollars undermining our democracy and undermining our government to intervene in a Republican primary and, and rig the deck, if you will. They'll have uh, total control over the Democrats, which they already do, but the, now you're giving them an uh, open door to controlling the Republican Party as well. I'm very much against that. Loyal Republicans need to be the only ones that can vote in Republican primaries. You want to vote in a Republican primary? Change your party registration and become a Republican. Now, having said that, I think that, uh, you know, after these years of the Biden administration, where this president is proven to be one of the most unpopular presidents in history, there's a wide open opportunity for uh, be it Trump, be it Haley, be it Youngkin, uh, be it uh, DeSantis out of Florida, who's hugely popular. By the way, you want a roadmap to winning independence, how about Governor DeSantis? Governor DeSantis crushed Charlie Chris and beat him in uh, Miami-Dade County, which is a deep blue county. You know, so not only did he get independent support, he got some Democrats as well. So you want a roadmap to independence? Uh, look uh, no further than, than Florida and Governor DeSantis. Considering what we know about the primary schedule, um, can should we factor in the dealing with independence? Should there be separate polling for independence to at least in the polling know who is going to do better against Biden, assuming that Biden runs? No, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with polling. Nothing wrong with polling at all. I think we'll have plenty of polls that uh, measure independence or, or soft-leaning Democrats or soft-leaning Republicans. And that's critical because that's actually, as you know, Kevin, that's where the election was uh, is, is won. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though, it seems that Donald Trump actually, in 2020, narrowly won independence, um, if, if I recall, and still lost the election because of an unprecedented uh, Democratic turnout, which most uh, most of your listeners and most of your supporters, including myself, don't really believe. 
Uh, let me just ask you, uh, going into this election cycle, we now have two announced candidates. Who Who is going to be next? Do you, do you, have, do you have a feel on, on who's going to be next? Chris Christie or, well, or, or think, somebody I, else? I, I think Nick, Nikki Haley tossing her hat at the ring has opened up the door. I mean, the fact that she came out of the Trump administration, um, and, 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 and actually, interestingly enough, the person who's, at least I haven't seen it, the person who's been really quiet is Donald Trump um, about her candidacy, which I find intriguing because Trump has already gone on the warpath against Governor DeSantis, uh, even threatening uh, Governor DeSantis by saying that, you know, he better not run or else I'm going to tell some things about him that uh, not a lot of people know. Um, but uh, Donald Trump has been somewhat quiet about his former uh, uh, ambassador to the United Nations tossing her hat in the ring. I think the fact that she has tossed her hat in the ring is going to give courage to a lot of other folks. I think we're going to have a wild and willy uh, 2024 uh, nomination. And I think other than Governor DeSantis, I mean, I, I'll, I'll consider somewhat of a dark horse Governor Youngkin, but outside of Governor DeSantis in a splintered field, that clears the pathway for Donald Trump to become the nominee yet again. Um, can he win a general election against Joe Biden? The The early polling says in some cases, no. Do you believe him? Um, no, I don't believe those polls. I, I, I actually, um, I think, ironically, there's almost like a reinforcing effect Joe Biden needs Donald Trump to be the nominee, and President Trump needs to be running against Joe Biden. Um, some might argue that they're the only ones that can beat them themselves, if you will. Um, uh, so I, I actually don't believe that, that, that polling. I, the polling that I've seen uh, shows that Trump is extremely competitive against Joe Biden in the general election. Uh, and quite frankly, the Democratic bench is very, very short. I don't know who else they would have to run. Uh, this guy in California.